this is a message a prophetic message that is coming to pass right now because it is not a prophecy spoken at this moment it is a prophecy that was spoken before and you have come to the hour and the season of its delivery the prophecy that was prophesied to you in days gone by you are standing at the brink of the border of the promised land you are going to be the recipient of what God said because he did not lie when God spoke it he told the truth and he just wanted your faith to hold on until the right time for the vision is for an appointed time and this is the time appointed if you believe it give God praise in your seat Vision is for an appointed time. And this is the time that is appointed. <laughs> you will not suffer failure in this period. And you will regain that which you lost. You will put your hand back to the plow. You will get yourself back in place. You will brush off what you left behind because of disappointment. And you will begin the work again. And you will see that it will flourish in this season. Y'all don't know how to receive. Y'all don't know how to receive. In the book of Joshua, the third chapter, it, it just simply says this. I'm going to go to the fifth verse. Joshua, the third chapter, the fifth verse. And I want, you to, I want you to really internalize this. He said, Joshua said unto the people, I am saying unto the people, in this house and online, Joshua said unto the people, get ready, prepare, get your mind right, expect it. I don't hear anybody. <laughs> oh, you know, you, you know what? You all got to wake up. You all got to wake up. <laughs> expect it get excited about it make yourself ready sanctify yourselves sanctify that means separate yourself and get ready for a holy move sanctify yourselves for tomorrow sanctify yourselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders y'all are too sedate you're missing your opportunity in the Christian bodies in Africa when a word of prophetic utterance and promise goes out they become excited and they scream amen every proclamation over them they jump and scream amen because their faith is at that level that if God said it it must be for me we in America we have been anesthetized with all of the comforts we have been in religion so long that we have become we have become, uh, 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 we have become complacent and it's time for us to get excited when God speaks a word, you are missing out with your conservative reserve self. You don't even know how to make a joyful noise when God pronounces a blessing over you. But you know how to complain, but you don't know how to rightly praise. 
And there's got to be a shift and a change in the way you receive the prophetic utterance. When God speaks a word of promise to you and brings you to the point of receiving and then you still sit back, cross your legs at the ankle and patty cake, shame on you. You've lost your zeal. You've lost your excitement. Well, that's just not me. It needs to be you. There needs to be a joyful noise. You, you don't understand how to receive. The Bible said, with joy, we draw waters. <laughs> I don't hear you here. David said, make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I, I don't hear you here. David said, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph. This whole praise thing is about the noise you make to God. How you glorify him, how you extol him, how you exalt him. You let moments pass you by when you are complacent when the Lord is speaking to you. When you came into this room, you should have come in here ready to hear what God has to say. And then let's make this plain. I'm not God, but he gave me what to say to you. And when God speaks a word of promise, you need to believe God, receive it, and move into your victory. Oh, <laughs> when God says tomorrow he will do wonders among you, you need to get excited because you've had enough trial. You've oh, got to get rid of these. You've gone through enough and you went through believing. You went through crying, believing. You went through pain, holding on to the promise. And now you're going to get to this place and become complacent? Satan is a liar. You need to shake yourself and say, if I held on this long and now he says it's coming through, I'm going to put a praise on it. If I trusted through the, through the wind, wilderness, and if I, if I trusted through the pain, and if I held on through the hell, I'm going to praise him now that the promise has come to pass. There's a praise. There's a praise that's missing from the believer. <laughs> Joshua spake unto the people, and he told them, sanctify yourself. You be seated. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, give me about 20 more minutes. He said, sanctify yourselves. That means get yourself ready. Sanctify yourself. For tomorrow, the Lord will do wonders the Lord will do miraculous wonders the Lord will do reparative wonders he'll repair things that were broken the Lord will do reconstructive wonders he will put together things that were broken God will do provisional wonders he'll provide in your lack and your need God will do wonders among you if you sanctify yourself and believe that he's talking to you Yes, God. Now, let me explain to you. This is after 40 years of failure. 
This is after 40 years of wandering. This is after messing up for 40 years and making a 40-day journey stretch out for four decades. You would figure that they would be totally despondent. And God had to reiterate and let them know that your past failures are not going to stop the blessings. Because you learned. <laughs> you know, Nelson Mandela said, he said, either I win or I learn, but I don't fail. <laughs> either I win and succeed or I learn from what happened, but I'm not a failure. I may have made mistakes along the way, but the promise is still good. I don't hear anybody. Somebody hollered, the promise is still good. And if God dealt with me and endured me while I was going through my process of faith and growth, it's because he refused to let the promise die. And he kept me in a cycle of learning. It may have taken longer than usual, but I was in a cycle of learning. And at this point, I've learned the lesson and I've kept the faith and I rehearsed the promise and now it's time to receive. I wish I had somebody here. Now it's time to receive. God said sanctify Joshua told them sanctify in other words God spoke to Joshua and said get the people ready because I'm about to show up after 40 years I'm about to show off I'm tearing down walls I'm about to show off I'm going to give you the inheritance every place your foot treads. I'm about to show off. Come, I don't hear anybody. He said, get ready. Because tomorrow, tomorrow, somebody scream tomorrow. So, I, 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 and I want you to know your tomorrow begins today. Your tomorrow, sit down, let me teach for a moment. Your tomorrow begins today. The word tomorrow in this book is the Hebrew word makar. Makar. Makar, it simply means this. Makar means this day, this season, it can mean a literal 24 hours or it can mean hereafter or at this present time. So he said, sanctify yourself because from this time on, here and after, from this time on, God is going to do wonders in your midst. You've gone through long enough. Oh God. I'm trying to tell you something. 
You, and the enemy tries to cause you to lose hope. The enemy reminds you, you don't qualify. The enemy tries to whisper in your spirit, you know what you did wrong. And you don't qualify for this. Because you wasn't living holy enough to, to reap this benefit. But understand this, it's not based on the mistakes you made. It's based on the faith you have. For David said, a just man falleth seven times. A just man makes mistakes, falleth seven times, tries and falls, tries and falls, tries and falls, tries and falls. By this time, somebody should be saying, give up. But a just man keeps going, tries, falls again, tries and falls again. Well, wait a minute, then you just ain't saved. No, no, I'm just learning how to stand without falling. Because a just man falleth seven times, but rises back up again. What? That means you make a complete seven is the number of completion. You make a complete mess up. You make a complete mistake. But you got but you can't stop there. You have enough sense to get back up, brush yourself off, and keep your faith intact. Oh, don't judge me by the failure of my past. But keep your eyes on me because I'm in my tomorrow. My tomorrow begins today. My tomorrow starts right here. My tomorrow starts right now. Oh God, I believe. I believe I'm at the right place, at the right time, in the right season. And the miracles that were promised, they're gonna happen. I'm ready. I've learned. I'm astute. I'm prepared. I'm going forward. And this tomorrow begins right This tomorrow has to begin right now. I'm not paying attention to my past failed attempts. I did what I was I sought to do, but I may not have done it in the right time. It doesn't mean that the promise was wrong. My timing may have been off. But now God says, pick it back up again and see what happens. And he says, I dare you, pick it back up again. Watch me work. Pick it back up again. Watch me do it. Your time is not done. Your hour is not past. Your season has begun. You'll see it at last. Oh, your tomorrow. Oh tomorrow somebody say my tomorrow begins today let me go back Joshua let me go back Joshua 
is talking to people who for generations have wandered. For generations have wandered. Two to three generations wandering in the wilderness. They heard that there's a promised land. That's why they started the journey. But they, 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 and they were on their way until time and situations started to cause them to complain, grouse, and doubt. But they were still on their way. They were seeing miracles, miracles along the way. There were many wilderness miracles. You didn't have to be in the promised land to see a miracle. In the wilderness, God showed his power in the wandering wilderness. While they were on the way, they saw miracles. While you were waiting, God showed you miracles. You hadn't gotten to the promise yet, you were on your way. And while you were going through the struggle, God showed you miracles along the way to prove to you that he's not just the God of the promise but he's the God of the struggle too he is God in every situation that we're in and he will always take care of his children there's a miracle with your name on it God has proven himself time before and he's about to prove himself again but I guarantee you this time it's a different season it's a different day and you are about to be more than blessed your blessings are about to overtake you they're about to jump you you're about to be overwhelmed I'm tired of these false promises every January. Every January there's a false promise. There's no falseness in this promise. For the mouth of the Lord spoke this. I'm not trying to geek you. I'm trying to get you prepared. I'm trying to get you ready. And some of you have already received some blessings since this since this season has begun. Some of you have already seen provision since this season has begun. Somebody's already seen promotion since this season has begun some of you have already received healing since this season has begun he's kept his promise this is your tomorrow hey it's already begun It's already begun. Regina, high five your husband and say it's already begun. Hallelujah. It's already begun. Go ahead. One more time. High five your husband because ministry is breaking out. High five. It's already begun. That was was an anointing. That was a confirmation. It's already On the other side, on the other side, Alyssa, high five Jarrell and say it's already begun. Come on, one more time. High five your husband. It's already. 
your season (laughs) oh yes God this is a very intentional move of God it is intentional the Bible tells us in the book of Isaiah the 54th chapter of Isaiah he said sing ye barren oh I wish come on Bobby you gotta help me now Isaiah 54 he said sing ye barren let me stop here he's talking about people he's using the analogy of childbirth talking about people who are watching other people pass them by and it seems like they don't have a time watching other people prosper while they're still in lack the Lord said sing don't complain sing don't withdraw sing don't resign sing sing oh Baron you that did not bear he's he's using the analogy of childbirth you who did not come through yet you who have a promise and you haven't seen it happen yet while other people's promises are being fulfilled am I talking about anybody here sing ye barren you who did not bear break forth into singing Shout aloud. That's why I'm talking about you all crossing your arms and folding your legs. And baby, he said, cry aloud. Cry like you're in a celebration. Shout like you're in a triumphal. Break ranks with your conservatism and get to the point of ex- excitement because there's a blessing coming. Cry aloud, you who did not travail with child. For more are the children of the desolate than the children of the married wife. 
He said, you go, you watch other people go forth because it wasn't your time yet. But now it's your time. And you're going you're gonna to do more than what you saw other people do. You're going to go further than you've saw, seen other people go. He, he waited. He held you in waiting for a purpose. Because what he had planned for you, it was something that your faith had to rise up to. How many of you believe that? Ah, he's making false promises. Then don't receive it. But there's somebody crazy enough to believe that what I'm about to go into is going to be greater than I expected. What I'm about to receive is going to be greater than I expected. I got to finish this thing. He said, more of the children of the desolate than of the married wife. In other words, you're about to really, you're about to really break forth. And then he said, like Joshua told him, he said, sanctify yourselves. Isaiah is telling you, prepare. Prepare for the miracle. You know, listen, this ain't just for those who are broke. This is for those who's prosperous too. Hallelujah. Because this next level is going to prosper you greater than you were before. Sometimes we think prophecies like this are only for those who are without. But these are prophecies for anyone that believes. You better hear what I'm telling you. He said, what I'm about to do, what this season you're in is going to be so large that you got to enlarge the place of your tent. <laughs> you got to make more room. It's going to happen like God said. Enlarge your tent. Make room in your house. Make room in your bank account. Make room in your mind. Make room in your body. For the provision is coming. Enlarge. Make room in your business. Make room in your belly, because that baby's coming. Enlarge the place of your tent. Larger. Let them stretch forth the curtains of your inhabitations. It said, let them. That means somebody's going to help you with this. That means there's somebody that's going to help you make room. I'm helping you with this. I'm helping you pull that cord further and make more room and get yourself together. There's people that have been assigned to help you in this. Don't, don't, don't deny help. I can do it my No, you can't do it yourself. God has given us help one to another God has allowed somebody to pray for you to sow into you to put their elbow grease and their sweat equity in with you God has caused you to have compadres comrades in this whole thing he said let them stretch forth the curtains of your inhabitants 
Look at somebody next to you and say, thank you, because that's your help. Look at somebody next to you and say, thank you, because we can do this together. In this season, we can do this together. I pray for you. You pray for me. Oh, I feel a praise. I gotta stop. This is too, it's too much. Let them, let them stretch forth the curtains of your habitations. Don't hold back. Go at it again. Spare not. Well, I'm not gonna try no more. Because the times I've tried before, I failed. I'm just so tired. I'm exhausted. I'm disappointed. Spare not. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen the stakes so that the cords don't come out the ground. Come on here. For you shall break forth. In this season, you will break forth on the right hand and on the left hand. Anybody? Meaning it's not just going to be a one-way thing. These blessings are going to be on all sides of you. On your right hand and your left hand, you're going to see this breakthrough because this is your tomorrow. Your tomorrow begins today. on your right hand and your left hand. Hallelujah, you're going to break forth. Not just you, but you're going to be so blessed that the generational blessings, that the generational blessings start to flow like a mighty river, flow down to your seed, and your seed shall inherit the Gentiles and make the desolate cities to be inhabited. I don't hear you. For you're not going to be a failure like you thought you were last time. Fear not. Because you're not going to be disappointed like you were last time. Fear not. For you will not be ashamed. Neither be confounded. For you shall not be put to shame. For you shall forget the shame of your yesterday your youth that means your yesterday you shall forget the shame of your yesterday and you shall not remember the reproach of your widowhood that's when your security died a widow is when, when, when her husband her security dies you will not be ashamed of your widowhood when your hope died because you're going to get this thing back again because you've got to find out a widow is when your husband dies so God said I want you to know you still got a husband you still got a provider you still have security your maker oh your maker your maker is 
your husband, your provider, your security, your covering. God is a good husband. No, God, you got to follow me, son. Is a good husband. Your maker is your husband. The Lord of hosts is his name. Your redeemer, the holy one of Israel, the God of the whole earth shall he be called. He is the God that spoke and gave his oath and word. And now you stand on the brink of promise. And now you have finally gone through the wilderness. You've finally gone through the storm. You've found, finally gone through trusting in him. And imagine standing after all this time. Imagine standing. After all this time, gotten so used to struggle that you're not used to success. Imagine, after all this time, after all this time, a word comes from God. A word comes from God. You're there. I'm where? You're in your tomorrow. What? I said, hey, you're in your tomorrow today. I just wanted to let you know you've arrived at a point of promise and hereafter you will see my wonders hereafter a sister texted me on Monday and let me know that she was in her tomorrow My CEO favored me. My CFO favored me. And I got a promotion now making six figures and got $10,000 more a year than I put in for on top of the six figures. I, I, I got to do it. Wave your hand. Wave your hand, Karen. Wave your hand. God started her tomorrow today seated here yesterday taking a COVID test in house yesterday and a sister sits next to me sister Tanya sits next to me and says I got the same kind of testimony I just got a raise I just got a promotion I just got more your tomorrow begins today 12 noon prayer, I pray for a hip 
and, I, and a nerve problem. And three people with a hip and nerve problem in the left leg and hip text me back to him, but it happened while you were praying. I felt I'm tuning in every day to 12 noon prayer because God is working miracles. These are not just flukes. These are the powerful testimonies of the righteous who have entered into their today. Their tomorrow begins today. And there are other testimonies in this room that haven't been told yet. And there are other situations that will happen that will be told. But our tomorrow, God leans down and whispers, you're in your tomorrow. You can't believe this long and never arrive. And when I think about all the things I did that stretched this time out, but he still kept the promise intact. It makes me feel like, God, I, I'm scared to take this. I know I don't deserve this. And then he leans down and says, nobody I have to end here. There are failed ventures <laughs> that will not fail in this season. If you have the strength, the faith, and the fearlessness to go again. The Bible said in the verse before in Joshua 3 and, and uh, 3 and Joshua 3 and 3 and 3 and 4. He said, when you see the Levites walking through the camp with the Ark of the Covenant, rise up out of your place and go after it. No, no, him. He said, when you see the Levites bearing the Ark, rise up out of your place and go after it. Wait a minute. This is after 40 years of failure. God is still dealing with them as children of promise. He said, when you see in this season the, 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 the priest carrying the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and they walk through the camp, get up from your yesterday. Get up from your excuses. Get up from your failure. Get up from your disappointment. Get up from your depression. Get up from your fear. Get up from your insecurity and go after it. Go after it. Joshua 3 and 3. Go after it. Look at somebody point at them. Tell them go after. Joshua 3 and 3 says, and they, they commanded the people saying, when you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites bearing it, you shall remove from your fear, remove from your failure, remove from your insecurity, remove from your, your disappointment, remove from your excuses, Remove from your complaints the places you become comfortable. 
You become comfortable in failure, comfortable in complaining, comfortable in your heartbreak, comfortable in your disappointment. When you see the priest bearing the ark of the Lord your God, his presence, and he walked through the camp, I'm walking through this camp right now in-house and online you shall you, you will hear you will receive you will get up you will pack your bags and you'll get ready for your journey to success your tomorrow begins today go after it go after it after it the next verse says not to come too close keep a space between the ark and you keep a space don't get so familiar with the preacher that you don't take the words that come out of his mouth as the words that the Lord gave That's the reason why the congregation can't get too close to the pastor. The, the pastor can be close enough to counsel and pray and to lead you into your strength. But you can't get too familiar with the pastor. Pastor can't be Donnie. Pastor's got to be the man of God. The woman of God. Amen. Amen. And, and, and with, with friends you can contend if you don't agree with something but with the man of God there's no contention because he's not speaking his mind he's speaking what God said and your job is to make sure that it correlates with that book keep a space between it. between you and it about 2,000 cubics by measure don't come so close unto it don't come so close to it that you may know the way by which you should. You must go. I want you to follow because where you're going now is a place called success. And some of us have not been that way before. The promises of God are ahead of you. My job is to preach you into that promise to lead you into that promise to serve you into that promise hallelujah my job is to encourage you until you get there my job is to make sure that you understand the timing my job is to make sure that the word that is preached is right my job is to make sure that that word that God gave you comes about my, my job is to teach you how to rightly divide the word and to teach you how to know what is God that's my job No, 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 no. Just like in, in, in school, just like in high school and in college, your professor, you couldn't go home with your professor. You couldn't treat your professor like a peer because you valued the seat that they were in. And the education was too important 
was too important. He said, he said, you, you, he said, keep a distance because you, 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 that you may know the way that you must go. He said, because you have not passed this way before. In this season, it's brand new. Am I taking too long? In this season, it is brand new. <laughs> In this season. And I'm excited about it because you're about to enter in. Well, you have entered in because your tomorrow begins today. You have entered in to a place. Not just a place, a level. No, no, not just a level, a dimension. You've entered into a world that was promised to you. And you have the capacity to do it. And now you have the right time. Your tomorrow begins today. Make the best of it. Some of you have started things and let them fall along the way because of disappointment. God knows. Some of you got so, so hurt that you left the promise in the dirt. Go back, brush it off. God told me at the beginning of this year, whatever's on your plate, fixate on it. Put blinders on so nothing to the left or the right distracts you. Finish this. Finish it. Focus. Finish it. Focus. Finish it. Focus. Finish it. If you sold one, you can sell 10,000. Finish it. If you wrote one chapter, you can write a whole book. Finish it. If you did the research and got the certification for the business, you can start a profitable business. Finish it. If you've changed your diet and you've made a decision to move forward, don't let anything cause you to fall back. Finish it. If you're in ministry and you haven't met your level or your mark yet, sit down and donate yourself to study. Finish it. Y'all are not listening. Finish it. Don't lose your marriage in this season. I'm just following the Holy Spirit's guidance right now. Don't lose your marriage. Online, don't lose your marriage. I prophesied about marriage in 12 noon prayer two days ago. Three days ago. I've gotten seven different responses from that prophecy. Pastor, my husband came home and the whole thing just changed. Pastor, my wife fell back in love with me. I'm reading this stuff almost in tears because they're not making this up. I was in, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm just in another place right now. I was in our leadership meeting in, 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 in October and Bishop Wines 
he was teaching all of us pastors, 40 some odd pastors, he's teaching us. And he's teaching about miracles. And I broke out crying. I broke out crying and at the end I raised my hand and said, Pastor, I just want to tell you, we're not preaching this. And the people are lacking. We need to preach people into their miraculous. We need to hear from God and release what we hear to the people and not hold back because of charlatans that have gone on before us. Not hold back because of false prophets that's made this all something that is, is suspect. No, we preachers, we pastors, we ministers that stand in righteousness, in righteousness must declare the word of God that will unleash the miracles to the people of God who are in need. So I preach to you today. I preach you into your tomorrow. Your tomorrow is today. Your miracles are showing up right now. Your miracle, I'm telling you, since, since January started, miracles have been showing up. And you might as well be next in line. You might as well believe. 